Podcast. We're two modern mamas with the goal to inspire, empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, and joy, no matter your journey, gender, or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I'm a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology and mama to Baron Camille. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. It's Laura and Jess here, and this is a much, much, much overdue catch-up episode. We um, have been going like crazy, the both of us, uh, recording with incredible guests, momming, doing all the things, feeling like we're wearing multiple hats, and so we have not had a chance to sit down and chat, so I'm so excited. This is going to be quick, beautiful catch-up episode, um, and before we begin, Jess, let's read some wonderful reviews from our listeners because they are the best start to every day. And I could use that right now, considering this morning has been a little frazzled. <laughs> I was a little late for this recording because I am like, like clockwork up at five every morning. And today I rolled over and it was seven o'clock and we were supposed to be recording at seven. And I was like, Oh my God. So here I am. We are here. We're here. And I feel entered. I have my turmeric dirty latte situation going on <laughs> and I'm ready to record. So to start us off, Jess is going to go ahead and read the first review while I, um, Take a moment of zen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Okay, our first review is from Bloob's mom. I like that. I wonder if it's Blueberry, if if it's her child or her dog. Or her pet. Her, her cat <laughs> is named Blueberry. That's awesome. Um, okay, Bloob's mom says, Modern Mamas has been a great gift to me during my first year of motherhood. While struggling with an unexpected and overwhelming sense of loneliness during my first couple weeks of maternity leave in the depths of winter in Chicago, I began seeking out a podcast that would entertain and educate me through this new venture of parenthood. Modern Mamas was exactly what I needed then, and it continues to be my favorite podcast. Through sharing their own motherhood journeys, Laura and Jess vocalize exactly what I'm feeling. I'm surprised at how quickly they felt to me like instant friends. I'm genuinely interested in the updates they share on their own lives and families and businesses. And the invaluable information they provide on nutrition, movement, and mindset has truly changed me as a person and a parent. They supplement their own experiences and expertise with the most insightful guests on a variety of topics relevant to more than just mamas. I can't wait to listen to each and every episode. Oh my gosh! That was the most thoughtful, like... Well, eloquent eloquent someone spent a lot of time and i cannot like i don't know i am so grateful that they spent the time to come on itunes write that and just that was amazing yeah because this you know we have a lot of things in the works a lot of projects a lot of work a lot of mumming a lot of life and we still show up and so and it's sometimes it's hard <laughs> i'm being honest so a morning of honesty and so to see and read something like this just makes my heart insanely happy and um I just picture her like sitting there in Chicago in the dead of winter, which my goodness, that's not easy. And then to know that we could have had any impact on helping her feel less lonely seriously makes me want to cry. <laughs> I know. I've been there, Mama. Like I, I, gosh, both postpartum experiences, I wish I would have had a community like the one that we are so blessed to have around us. Um, gosh, I'm just, I'm so happy. Yeah, it's incredible. I I, um, I went on the Engine Mom podcast yesterday and recorded, and she was talking about like the you know motherhood and postpartum and questions that I asked myself and things I did to prepare. And I and I I can't stop talking about this podcast because I have incredible friends and an incredible physical local community. But <clears throat> my goodness, this podcast I think was one of the reasons why my postpartum period was so incredible because I felt so supported and I felt so connected to so many women. So thank you for sharing that, Bloob's mom. It means the world to us. <laughs> I, I really I don't think we can put it into words, but yeah. this podcast has been insane, and we're nearing 100 episodes, and I'm just like mind boggled. Um, so. Um, yeah. yeah. And we you have one more that I'm going to read. Yeah, yeah like, read it. Too. This one's short and sweet and, and again, just incredibly heartwarming. So this is from Jay Merrick. Thank you so much for all you do, Jess and Laura. As a mama who tries to live a holistic lifestyle, I appreciate the various resources you talk through. Very, very helpful. So thank you, Jay Merrick. Thank you. And I just, it's, you know, it's like, and this I think is a cool combo of reviews because we really try to um, build community and connect with you guys and share our hearts with you. But then also, 
we try to be super helpful and, and bring on important resources and bring on um, guests and who can inspire and teach. And I have learned so much. I know Jess, you too, just from the people that we've had on. So I feel like I have this podcast in my back pocket for baby number two or for as Evie grows just in terms of parenting. And I love that we have a lot of different perspectives on as well because we can, and I think hopefully our listeners get this too, that any one person we have on doesn't doesn't necessarily mean we subscribe to every single word they say as like gospel. It's Mm -hmm. always, it's always, our goal is always to bring on people who can provide information and insight. And then as listeners, ourselves included, we can pick and choose what works for our unique families and our unique situations. Um, And so I hope that that is what this is for all of you out there as well. Absolutely. I, um, I love what we've found, what we've created the groove that you, you know, you were talking to a little bit, the groove that we have about sharing and kind of what the review alluded to. It's like, I can share my personal experiences. I can share the information that I've armed myself with. And I love that we fill in the gaps and the pockets of our knowledge and experience with other people's experiences and knowledge and the things that they're really good at. And it's like, we've never claimed to be, to know every single thing there is to know about motherhood and we never, ever will. Um, but like the fact that I feel like we own that and we seek out people who know more than we do on certain topics, I just love it. And I learn something new, literally every podcast, whether it's with you and I talking, or I'm like sitting there enraptured listening to an expert um, on a different subject that I really know like minimal about. And it's like, I don't think I've ever been so well-educated in so many like different things, like different concepts, like the Enneagram or, you know, organic gardening or fertility or hormone balancing. It's like, it's all in here. And so I don't know, it just, I feel like a much better friend, mother, partner, person having all this information. So anyways, I couldn't agree more. Last last week's episode with uh, um, fertility, it's a Fertility Friday episode. It was like one of those things where I was sitting there just soaking it all in because I felt like she was talking to me. And then I know that there's so many other listeners out there who are in a very similar situation because we got so many questions. So if you haven't listened to that one, do. But I just love it. And then we can pop on this week and be like, yeah, we're just going to kind of shoot the shit and see, yeah. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> no plan. Just roll out of bed. And we love you guys for loving us. Not despite that, but probably because of that. Right. Yes. So thanks for that. Um, updates. Gosh, gosh, we dive in. (laughs) I think we should because we haven't recorded since before I left for the Pacific Northwest and now we are back and it was a whirlwind, but um, magic. So I, um, I would like though first to hear what's new in your world. What's new in my world. You know, what is new in my world? There's not a whole lot of like new, but just a lot of things. Okay. Let's start back from before you left for the Pacific Northwest was before we went to, we didn't even talk about the Palm beach trip. Did we? Oh my. Yes. Did we? No. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You guys, did we? I don't think we did. Well, whether we did or we didn't, we should touch base about it again because I'm still kind of buzzing from it. And, uh, yeah, that was such a magic trip. Yeah, so that trip, if you if you haven't seen, and, and Laura and I don't talk about this a lot on the podcast, but um, one aspect of both of our businesses is the fact that we are beauty counter consultants. Um, and gosh, I mean, that could be a whole nother episode in and of itself because there's all these misconceptions about what it means to be a beauty counter consultant and what, mm-hmm. you know, direct to consumer, you know, businesses look like nowadays and how, you know, that there's a whole lot of misconceptions around that. And I'm happy to just totally devote a, another episode to that because Beauty Counter for me has become this side hustle turned amazing mission based mm-hmm. like thing that fulfills me. And the mentorship aspect of it is like blowing my mind in the connection aspect of it. I know that's your word for 2019, Laura. And I'm sure, yeah. you know, um, having you're connecting in so many different ways with the van life and all that stuff. But I'm sure that beauty counter is filling your connection tank as well, because we've talked about it at length. Um, but so beauty counter, if you haven't, if you don't know, Laura and I were two of, I think it was like 300 consultants that were, um, lucky enough to go on this incentive trip. They do it once a year. And basically it means that we, we worked our butt off spreading the mission. Um, and you know, in that, it it wasn't just about like, it wasn't just about like selling. It was about furthering the mission. It was about 
reaching people and changing people's lives. And that was kind of the pathway to get to this trip was like, it was kind of like a culmination of all the, the, the messaging around what we were doing in the skincare and personal care industry. So I'm kind of rambling about it because it's still like, I'm still processing, like how did this yeah. happen? Um, but we got to go on this trip and I will tell you, it was, it was kind of life-changing for one, it was only the second time that we'd seen each other in person. So that in and of itself was like, just. And you guys, incredible. I can't even express to you how I was telling Jess this after the trip, like Jess was like my person and we didn't necessarily have to spend the entire weekend side by side. But if either of us ever like felt uncomfortable or overwhelmed by, I mean, it's a lot of women to be around and there. It's so positive, but it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. And if either of us felt that way, we could kind of just like lock eyes across the yacht or the room or wherever <laughs> we were. And, um, I just felt at peace, which is yeah. so crazy because we roomed together. We stayed up till like 2 a.m. every single night talking. It was like we, we were in high school at a sleepover. We're like sleeping next to each other in our bed, just like, what are your dreams? I don't know. Yeah. What are your dreams? <laughs> what do you believe? And then and then I got home and Rusty's like, okay, you must be rested. Here's Evie. And I was like, oh my God. I'm tired. <laughs> but it was so amazing. It was. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, <clears throat> and then we did an opportunity call right mm-hmm. after that, mm-hmm. which you know, it's just like that, that trip really drove home for me why I work with beauty counter and why I'm building this business. And, um, for those of you who don't know, like I, I got laid off from my main job in November and this has been, this has been like what has been supporting us. And I never would have imagined that it would have done that. And then to get to go on this trip and it's allowing, I think one of the things that we both share in common with this business is we believe in the mission, or I guess a few of the things <laughs> we've created community, as you were saying. And then also it's allowing us financially to pursue, other things that we want to pursue that are our own. Um, and I think that that's pretty incredible as well. So yeah, yeah it was, it was amazing. We, you guys, we got to go on a yacht and drink champagne and hang out with our buds. Like people that have come on this podcast, like Liz and Cassie and Diane and who else? I mean, Michelle Waller, who's now like, I have a huge crush on her. Because oh gosh, girl crush for sure. Lives in, lives in Elena, who else? Was, Elena, okay. uh, Noel Tarr from Coconut. Yeah. I mean, it was just like these people, these women that we look up to and learn so much from as well. But like, it was it was mind blowing, and met new friends too, like Taylor oh my gosh. and uh, Brie, and, who are like my favorite. I'm obsessed with them. Like we danced, yes, yeah. and more girl crushes. I fell in yes. love with multiple women on the trip. <laughs> and we danced like all night long, all night, rubbing up against Greg Renfrew. It was just, it was pretty. I gotta much. find that video. Thor, actually, yes. There's a video <laughs> of me like dancing or dancing, and then I realized Greg's beside me, and I'm like. Oh my God. She's so cool. And she's so just down to earth. And you guys, if you don't know, she's the founder um, and CEO of Beauty Counter. And just like hearing her speak and, and just, we got to interact and just hang out with her. And she's just a, a human, like all of us. And I think deal. that was one of the coolest things about it is I was kind of like, I'm showing up. I haven't been doing this for that long. Am I going to feel in any way like I am? I'm, you know, I very I talk a lot about worthiness and <clears throat> not feeling less than, but still it's like, there's a little bit of like, okay, these women have been doing this for a long time. They have a lot of skin in the game. I'm new. And I was just like, taken in and I was a peer. I wasn't, you know, it, there was no like levels there. Everyone was just equal. Everyone was hanging out. Everyone was friends. Everyone was supporting each other, offering insight into how they've grown their business, even when they had nothing to gain from it. It was really cool. It was so cool. It was yeah. the best. Um, yeah. So like Laura said, we had an opportunity to call afterwards and it was amazing to share our stories, which, and this is not a, like, like I said, we rarely talk about beauty counter on the podcast, usually in passing, but like, and this is not like a, an opportunity call, but like, you know, if you ever are interested, just reach out to us and we'll t- tell you more about how it's changed our mm-hmm. lives and our, our businesses and allowed us to pursue other things in our life a little bit more fully and presently. Um, mm-hmm. and we, I know from both of us, we'd be happy to chat about that. So Absolutely. that was incredible. It was so great. And now we get to go and th- to Phoenix, uh, next month. I get to see you again. And then guys, well, first off, Jess and I, Jess is flying out here to, to Santa Cruz the first weekend of March, and we are doing a informal but very much fun uh, meetup at this really cool place um, in Santa Cruz called Beer 30, where there's like all kinds of beer on tap, and they've got kombucha beer, and they've got non-alcoholic drinks, and there's like, there's games, um, what's it called when you throw the beanbag in the hole? Cornhole? That one. Cornhole and uh, <laughs> ping pong, and there's kids can come, dogs can come. There's like a little restaurant that opens up a window and you can get food. And we're going to basically be there all from like one to seven. And you feel free to come and go. Um, we will link the 
we just did a Facebook invite on um, in the show notes. If you want to come, let us know. We're going to try and just get a big table. It's very informal, but that's exactly what we wanted. We tried to make this more formal, and we're kind of like, neither of us has the headspace for that right now. <laughs> so March 2nd, it's a Saturday in Santa Cruz. We actually have had a couple people say that they're going to like travel for it. Um, we had one mama in our community say, I'm going to, um, I think I'm going to get a hotel room and just leave and have a whole day to myself. And I was like, Prost yes. To you. <laughs> so I don't know if everyone can swing that, but Evie will be there. Um, Rusty will be there. And I am just so excited. And then we get a whole weekend to like get work done and we're going to get photographs taken and really just sit and like think intentionally for hours about this podcast, because mm-hmm. I know for you and I both, it's something that we are so excited about this coming year, this year, God, we are in it yes. <laughs> in 2019. And so we just need face-to-face time, I think to actually, cause every time we see each other, it's for beauty counter yes. we need to see each other just for the podcast. Yes, totally. And there's big things in the works, like, mm-hmm. um, improving sound quality, which I know is, <laughs> Um, a thing that we both have our, our, on our radar yeah, and like, you're going with us with that guys. So yeah, <laughs> it does. And you know, we're growing and we grew a lot faster than we ever thought we would. And you know, it's also like to speak to sound quality. It's like always, it's sometimes not in our control, depending on the connection we have with our guests in terms of yeah. like internet connectivity and stuff like that. So bear with us. It's not always going to be perfect and it never, ever will be probably. Um, but we yeah, are no. going to pour some. <laughs> some intention and some time into, you know, all the things with the podcast. I cannot wait. And we get to see our, I get to see our good friend Kim, mm. um, when I go there, cause hopefully she's going to be taking pictures of us. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, she's incredible. And it's a lot of doing family van photos with her Monday. Nice. We're going to do like a with the van to, for the new website. I'm so excited. Yay, that's so exciting. <laughs> and that's so weird because I connected you guys, right? Yeah, someone, this little, like, beautiful postpartum elf showed up on my doorstep and left these, this cis bath when I was postpartum that, like, saved my vagina. And then little, <laughs> and then you had sent her. And then we all started talking, and now we're all, like, BFFs, and it's amazing. Yeah. But you guys had never met in person. No, we we became friends. I think we've talked about it on the podcast before, but we became yeah. friends way back in the day when I was trying to conceive. We joined this website called uh, Two Week Wait, and we were in the same um, due date group. It's like, it's kind of well, like, kind of like what we have. have yeah, oh my God. She is a wealth of knowledge. She's a doula and she is like just an incredible human being. She's done so many things in her life too. And her parenting approach is amazing. So we should definitely get her on. Maybe we can record while we're there. That would be really fun. In I would absolutely love that. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Okay. And she's got a really cool business called the Aptos Cre- uh, Village Creative, and she is her and her husband started it from scratch, and they do really incredible like marketing and photography and video creation and all of the things. So, yeah, she's wonderful. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to see all of us in person. It's so fun. I know. And then I've got just like a you know a bunch of and then and then so then we go to Phoenix to another beauty counter. We're going to lead, which I'm so excited about. Um, and then. I'm coming through Austin. I know. So I think that's important that we mention to you guys, yes. if you will be in or around Austin during Paleo FX weekend, no pressure to get a ticket. I know some people are like, not sure. Um, but we are just going to get the vendor, like the vendor pass, which is 175. And we're going to be cruising around, meeting people, saying hello. We're going to like face paint ourselves with modern mom. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have like a pamphlet. Um, and then we're going to do another informal meetup at picnic out on the lawn and we will have more details for that but I think we'll turn that into a recording as well um and I'm just super excited to connect with people in Austin and then we have so many requests for an east coast meetup so if you guys want an east coast meetup meetup email us at modernmamaspodcast at gmail.com it would be like June July we need a lot of people to say they want to be there and we need you to tell us where you'd like it and if we get enough people to say a, a specific place on the East Coast, because my geography is garbage, um, then we'll, we'll make it happen. So email us. Let us know if you want that. I kind of want to go to New York. So do I. New York City? Expensive place on Earth. I know. <laughs> I've been wanting to visit the pop-up shop there. And then I know we have a couple friends in New York City. I know Arden is there, who's coming on the podcast to talk about meditation. Yep. Um, not that far out. The girl with yeah. the butter. And She's in Jersey. Adina, our friend Adina is there and yeah, it's really expensive. It probably beauty- wouldn't be very convenient for van trucking. No, our plan is to park at Kristen's and then like mm-hmm. train in, okay. but we could, um, we could make it in or around New York, like upstate or Maine or I don't know. Again, <gasps> Maine geography. would be so cool. Yeah. In the summer. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I mean, anywhere well, in the Northeast in the like summer. Early summer. Um, June, we July? Might have- 
we can maybe do May. Okay. We will be to the East Coast. My brother's wedding's June first. Oh, we okay. So we can do it just before or just after. Okay. Either one of those. And so that, that way, let's plan on late May, early June because of weather. I think that'd be perfect. Okay. Um, and then on that note, this is so random. But my are my friends, the barbers, the tribe life. We were we spent the night over there a couple nights ago, in their front yard, and we were like dreaming and scheming about like where we're going to settle someday. And he started showing me these properties. They're like 20, 30, 40 acres on the, like the border of Tennessee and North Carolina, right near Asheville. And we started like dreaming of making, like having like a commune and there's already structures and like holding retreats. So if you guys are in or around Asheville or like Chattanooga, Tennessee, over in that area, I know nothing about it, but we are passing through. We're going to actually stop and look at some properties. <laughs> and so I'm super excited to get out there. And, um, we are, the goal with the van situation is like three years, but at the minimum, but we're still like, we've got our, you know, we're thinking about this kind of thing yeah. and, and where do we want to settle and where, where can we settle, buy some land and then still travel, have the money still to travel. Cause in California, you, for us getting tied to a mortgage meant we were pretty much stuck. Like we didn't then month to month trying to pay that we couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> and so, right. um, the goal would be to find somewhere that we can like, you know, put down some roots and, and call home, but then still keep the van and still travel at least like two to three months out of the year. And so that was a total side tangent, but it made me think of it just because we're going to be driving through. And now I'm like super excited to see, check out those properties and explore this country that I don't know anything about. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a side tangent. I mean, this whole episode is about us just it's catching up. Tangent. It's all yeah. a side tangent. So go for it. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, that you say that as well. Um, we, it's Cammy this morning, I woke her up and she's, she's in this, she's two and a half and she's in the stage where I... You don't know what you're going to get when you wake her up <laughs> in the morning. Sometimes it's like, oh, I love you so much. I had the best dreams and blah, blah, blah. She's super sweet. And sometimes she like literally will see whoever is waking her up and she'll pull the covers back over her head and she'll be like, oh. <laughs> and we're like, oh, gosh. Okay. I love that the- you have to wake her up. I know. I guess we wake- the same. Evie sleeps till like 8 o'clock. Yeah. We wake them up at 7 because they have school. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, this morning... We were talking and I was, and she's like, what do you dream about? And I was like, I dreamed about farm. And she was like, I want to farm. And then we were talking about, cause I grew up, um, back, a little backstory on me from like three to seven. I grew up on a, a working ranch in, in Texas. And that so, was, it was magical. I, we yeah. lived with our grandparents, my grandparents, my, my parents and I, but like, it was like goats and cows and horses and peacocks and like I would go off like for the whole day and just like explore and so it's very special to me and then growing up in Texas I was part of 4-H which I don't know if you guys know what 4-H is but like FSA okay yeah Uh, where you like raise animals you don't have to raise animals but there's all sorts of things you can do we raise goats and rabbits and stuff and so I just have such fond memories of growing Mm. up with animals and having the responsibility of like feeding them. And I had to walk my animals, walk the goats and stuff like that. So um, for her to say that, it got our wheels turning. And we, Tim and I have talked about it. We, I, I love like urban living. We live downtown right now and I love the convenience of it. And I love food and like the social scene right now. We're not really doing much social scene, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I love yeah. the energy of it, but I also have this like, desire for my children to grow up with space and yeah. with supposed to be like 40 to 50 minutes from that, from the urban. Right. But with space. Cause man, then you save money. Sorry. I got excited. No, I, I mean, <laughs> I, it's, I'm on the same wavelength. I'm just like, yeah. how can we make this work? And mm-hmm. I think part That's of plan. all of the hustling that we're doing and all the business. And I know same probably for you. It's like, so that we can create this, like this life for our family that is not about like where we live and how much we have and all that stuff, but more about like the space and the experience, the experience mm-hmm. of living, not the things of living. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And we feel the same way. And then we think about like how I'm kind of bored of the conveniences and that sounds probably so dumb and probably a little like bit. First sweetie, world. <laughs> but yeah. But it's like, it's kind of like, uh, when you're surrounded by great restaurants and good wine and all this stuff, then it's at your fingertips and mm-hmm. it's not as special. It's that kind of loses some of that. And so like when we, on this trip to the Pacific Northwest, we did a lot more cooking and we, mm-hmm. any chance we got to have a kitchen, I was like, we don't need to eat out. And so I picture if we were to settle somewhere, like we talked about like 50 to an hour outside of Portland, 40 to 50 outside of Asheville, then those, those places that have all this like charm, 
are still charming because you like we went back, back to Port Townsend. It was so charming. There's all these great restaurants, but when we were living there, it was kind of like, okay, where do you want to go here again? You know, but mm-hmm. being outside, you have space, you have family time connection. You have to be very intentional about the way that you eat and shopping and getting things and and then you get a special treat once or twice a month to go into the more urban area and treat yourself to a really nice meal. And so not only are you saving money, you're having more family time, you're being more of like an intentional participant of the land and the planet and and your family and all of that. So that's I think you and I, like you said, we're very much on the same wavelength with this. That's our um, ultimate goal is to find a place in this country where we can really see ourselves putting down some roots. Um and at the same time, always keeping the van. So when we do end up finding that land, we're still, we're there, we have our space, but then we can go, we still have the freedom. Cause I mm. think ultimately this van life is going to be in some capacity forever for us. Like we picture ourselves retiring into it kind of. Right. Hi friends, Laura here with some exciting news. Four Sigmatic has come on as a Modern Mamas podcast sponsor. We are so excited. If you've been following along with my Instagram stories, especially, you've seen that I use this stuff every single morning. The Lion's Mane Elixir is my absolute favorite. I add it to my boosted coffee for an extra boost of brain clarity, productivity, and focus that I genuinely did not experience until I started adding this in every day. They also make other elixirs like Rishi for calming, Cordyceps for an energy boost, and Chaga for an immune boost. Along with those elixirs, they also have really cool blends. I love the Lion's Mane and Coffee blend when I travel because I don't have to worry about getting my hands and lips on high quality coffee. I have it ready to go. All you need is hot water, you mix in the blend and you're set. They have caffeine free options as well, like a chai latte and a turmeric latte for gut health and skin glow and all, they have all kinds of incredible blends. I cannot recommend enough that you go check out their website Find whatever mushroom blend is is going to fit with your lifestyle and give it a try. The awesome folks at Four Sigmatic have offered our listeners, you guys are special, you get 15% off any order. If you go to foursigmatic.com forward slash modern mamas or simply type in modern mamas, all lowercase, all one word at checkout, you get 50% off. Check it out, see what fits your life, and happy shrooming. Like settling for a while, raising kids, but still traveling, and then eventually just being on the move again. Because then we can go to our grandkids, we can go visit friends wherever they are, we can go international. All we need to do is park the van in like in a in an airport parking lot or whatever. So that's, I mean, things change obviously, but that's kind of yeah. where our conversations have been as of late, and it feels really good. And this trip, you guys felt you can go watch YouTube channels and stuff. All I want to say about it is that it we felt more at home traveling up to the Pacific Northwest than we did when we got back to California. Um, mm. I, you guys know that that's up there is where my period came back after seven years when we moved up there and, and Evie's energy, her naps were amazing. We got in this like incredible workflow. Everything just felt so good up there. <laughs> and now I got back here and of course, Rusty had been gone for six days and I was solo and it was stressful. So that played into it too. But, um, we just can't wait to get on the road again. I think that that right now that it's not gonna be forever, but that's really where we feel best is connecting with people. We actually were able to find a lot of alone time being on the move, um, and living in the van feels just so right. So we leave in like four or five days for San Diego and we're doing a big South trip on the West coast. And then we'll be back here and there for a little bit and then out to the East coast. So yeah, it, it just, you guys, I just, it feels so right. And that doesn't mean that it was super easy, but, mm-hmm. it, but it does even the hard stuff was special in a way. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll keep the, keep the updates coming. But for now, um, it's, it's just pretty awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. And I know you've done like a van life question Q and a on your YouTube channel. And I hope yeah. that we'll be able to maybe after like a few more weeks and we can do like, I would love to do a whole episode dedicated to van life. Cause I know people like lots of questions. Some of they want to <laughs> plug it in and they want to like, just be able to listen to kind of what you have yeah. to say. So, um, for sure we should do that. I don't know. I had so much fun following along just with what you're doing and how you're adapting. And um, I'm sure it's encouraging for a lot of people because sometimes we get caught up in this like, uh, I don't know. It's not fear. It's just routine. And it's like hard to imagine that we could ever change. Mm -hmm. Does you, You know what I'm saying? Like, but to see you and see you thriving in a very like 
conditions you are going to have you adapting to on the reg. Like it's like weather, it's parking, it's where you're going to stay, it's how we're going to like where are we going to get the food. Like it sounds kind of like you're like like foraging for, but that's not what I mean. You know, it's like it's not just like I go to the grocery store every Friday and this is what I I get. Stock my fridge for the week. Yeah, stock my fridge. fridge Not big enough to stock for the week. Yeah, so it's like there's a lot of decisions you probably have to make on the fly that you never you didn't really have to make maybe as much when you were kind yeah. of in one place. Especially because we have to save money. Like we don't, mm-hmm. we're not swimming in it right now. And so we mm-hmm. have to be so intentional about the food that we eat and what we buy. Cause it, you know, it, it adds up if you're like hot bar at this grocery store, I'm just going to like get all the the snacks or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, we have to be, it's like a lot of canned fish and, and we're going to do a whole episode on food stuff and how we budget. And when we do go out and want to try new restaurants, we, we share. So we'll get like a couple different things and we'll just share um, like small plates or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we go out for bre- breakfast or lunch versus dinner. Um, but it's been, it's been really great so far and, um, yeah, we're learning as we go, but ultimately we're, we're super happy. So, um, there's actually today an episode is going on the channels going live about like our takeaways from the first trip. So, um, I'll link to that, but it's just, it feels really good (laughs) and I'm so excited for the San Diego trip because it's going to be a little warmer (laughs) and, um, we, you know, we stayed at two different Airbnbs on the trip up just because Rusty's mom flew out up and, um, we needed to have a place for her to stay while we went to a, the CrossFit level one seminar and she watched Evie. And then we did another one in Ashland because it was like this beautiful farm. And, and then we really enjoyed the host and we came back for a night and it was nice to have a little kitchen and stuff. But when we go down to San Diego, it's hundred percent in the van. Um, and we don't have to pay for anything. Cause we have so many friends and family down the, down the coast that we can just enjoy people's front yards. And, uh, it's been it we're really finding our groove in it and it's been super fun. So yeah, uh, more coming at you during that trip and then the big East Coast one is gonna be magical. I'm so, so excited. I'm so excited yeah. for all the things, like we said, brief recap, going to Santa Cruz, going to Phoenix in March, going to see you in Austin in April, yeah. and then an East Coast meetup. Gosh. T-E-D. Oh yeah. yes. And then we also have some end of the year stuff that we can't really <laughs> talk about. Can no, we can't talk about can we? Not just yet. Okay. We got to we got to dot some eyes. <laughs> Sorry about that teaser. But something, something really cool coming in November. Yes. So just block off the month. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want like I want like a traveling like group of people that just we always get to be with everywhere we yeah. go. They're like in Austin. They're in on the East Coast. Oh my okay. gosh! If someone can make that happen, if you if you come to Santa Cruz and Austin and the East Coast meetup, and to this magical thing in November, you win a giant golden award. <laughs> and we'll, golden. we'll have you on the, po- the podcast. You'll be like our, our special travel friend. That would be so fun. Um, yeah. yeah. We just want to be your best friend. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, my goodness. That's a lot of stuff. I didn't really realize how this, is, this year is going to fly by. We um <clears throat> currently with Fed and Fit stuff, so – um, I'm sure you guys have been following along with that. Like I'm, I'm part of team fed and fit. We're launching, I can talk about it now. We're launching a book. Cassie, um, is launching a book. We've kind of, her team has helped kind of support her through this process, but it's a book called cook once eat all week. And it is insane. So it's like a meal prep book. It's basically like 26 weeks of essentially cooking once you cook one day, it shouldn't take you more than two hours to do the prepping. And then you just have to, you have three meals for the rest of the week. Um, and kind of like it, it's really tells you how to make the whole week work and like how to like fill in the gaps and stuff. And it is such a good resource. It's so much more than recipes. I'm so excited. It's, it's like for, it's available for pre-sale right now on Amazon. Um, so if you've struggled, I'm raising my hand right now with like meal prep and time and just trying to like stay creative, but also on a budget with like a family. Um, or even if it's just you and yourself or your, you and your partner, the book is incredible. So, and I'm not saying that because I helped create it, but it's more just like, I wish I had this now. I wish I had it a year ago, two years ago. Um, and it's one of those things that will like sit on your counter and you'll use all the time because you can so- make, you can make everything individually too. Um, but like, it's really designed for it to be like, save you time, money, all that stuff. So Yes. That has been a labor that has been, I'm not going to say stressful, but it's been a lot of energy. And so I'm so glad that it's like about to be. Yeah. On the other the, side of it. Yeah. On the other side of it so that we can start working on some other new projects too, but. Fun. I can't wait to see it. 
it's it's a beautiful book. I'd love to have Cassie back on to yes, chat. Yes, for sure, and, for sure. And Grace and Gray just turned one. It's so crazy. Life goes so fast because we had her on when she was pregnant, and now yeah. she has a baby who's over a year. <laughs> Nuts. I, can we just pause for a minute and just reflect on like time? And it is crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know why it feels like it's kind of like fly like everything is flying by, but like it's already February, mm. and. Is it, does it just get that way? Why does it feel that way? I feel like in my youth time drug on, like even five years ago, you know, I don't know. It's crazy. Because I think neither of us is in like a, a grind, if that makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. every day is so different. And I think that's why for me, it feels like it's going fast because when I was, when I had a, like a, every day was very, very similar. It's like, it kind of, I don't know. It doesn't seem as fast. And mm-hmm. now that every day is super different and I don't know, I like have to every single night resting, I have to touch base. We have to look at the calendar. We have to game plan like mm-hmm. so much planning. And mm-hmm. so it's a little bit, it just makes, it makes things go so fast because there's, and I feel like there's always something that I'm looking forward to looking yeah. towards. And so it, it's like, I think the big challenge or not challenge, but I think the big, um, opportunity there is to work on being present for me. Like, right look forward to things ahead, plan, but still be super mindful and present of where I am and how I am and how I'm feeling now, how e- how's Evie doing. And when Rusty was just in, um, in Italy for six days and I was alone with her and we had to, I had to drive like 12 hours back from Oregon alone with her, which we learned from here on out, if he gets a seminar and it's international or he has to fly there, Evie and I will just hunker down and stay put wherever, mm-hmm. um, wherever. He, and so he can fly out of that place and back, but doing long stretches alone with her, um, it wasn't fair to either of us, especially mm-hmm. cause like my work fell to the, obviously that was the lowest priority in that, in that point I had to drive safely. And then when I wasn't driving, she needed extra, extra attention cause she had been sitting in a car. Mm-hmm. So we will do that differently for sure in the future, but, um, really working, like the, living in this van is really helps me to be present, but also it's like, it has something I have to be super intentional about every single day and like ensuring that I am allowing myself to feel my feelings. And then mm-hmm. also it's, you know, I'm really working towards constantly every single day, checking in with her, like, how are you feeling? And letting her cry if she needs to cry and not putting my expectations of naps on her and my expectations of whatever on her, because, um, she so far has really seemed to thrive in this, but we have to make sure that we're constantly checking in and seeing if she needs breaks or pauses or whatever. Um, so far so good. She seemed happier on the road than, than being back here, honestly. Um, so I'm excited for this next leg of the journey, but another tangent for you. Um, it's not a tangent. Time. <laughs> time. <laughs> it's not a tangent. It's just a catch-up episode. So this all the things are fair game. This time next week is going to be Valentine's Day. So this mm-hmm. airs the day before Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Rusty's mom. And like, where am I going to be in a week? Um, we're going to be in Paso for two nights, three nights maybe. And then we're going to be in Santa Barbara for a night. And then heading all the way to San Diego for like a week and a half. My good friend Kelsey, who I'm building that into the U program with, um, she just moved down there with her baby. And then my friend Jenna has a baby and they're like very similar ages. They were able to connect. I was able to introduce them. I get to go see them both. I'm so excited for that and see Kristen, um, the paleo attorney mm. and her baby. And then we'll head back up and maybe do big sir for a night or two. I don't know. It's just so weird. They're like, I'm like next week, where, where am I going to be? But rest is mom so much TV <laughs> for Valentine's day. So we're going to have an entire day together. Yay. So, that's exciting. Hopefully since we get to take our bed with us. <laughs> very cool. <laughs> That's convenient. I know, it's great. Um, And so we're going to do like breakfast at our favorite place in San Luis Obispo and then some wine tasting in the afternoon, make a whole day of it. I'm so excited. Um, Anyways, yeah, where will you be when this episode airs? When this episode airs, I'll probably be right here recording another episode. Um, Between now and then, do what you say? I have another recording on Wednesday too. Yeah. I'm saying I, I don't think there's anything that I'll be doing exciting. We are going to visit our friends in Waco, which Waco Ooh. is not much. The only thing that's put it on the map is Chip and Joanna yeah. Gaines. <laughs> My parents are talking about retiring there. I'm like, just because they make these houses look really nice doesn't mean you want to retire there. Sorry I mean, if anyone lives there. Yeah, you can get a lot. I mean, you can get a great house for the price. I'm sure they've gone up now that it's become a little like tourist attraction. But Central yeah. Texas, it's like, Texas is so interesting because you can literally drive an hour and you get a whole different environment. You have, we have the desert, we have the plains, which is like kind of central Texas. We have the hill country with like hills and we have up north where there's like, you know, it snows. And in the east, there's like 
piney woods. It's like, it's really crazy. Um, but central Texas is, is, I mean, a lot of people love it. I'm not going to knock it. My parents are like California. I mean, they would lose their minds and and their whole world is like their friends, you know? So they'd be really far from their people. (laughs) It is very Texas. Just want to throw that out there, but we're going and we're going to go hopefully see the whole, what's it called? I don't even know. The silos, Magnolia, something. We're going to go there. And also, um, we bought for Christmas, um, we got some, some money from friends and family. We bought camping gear and I'm so excited. Okay. We have not taken our kids. I don't, I don't think we've ever taken them camping, which is really sad. And it's funny because like you guys camp all the time and both Tim and I, like we camped as kids growing up, like, you know, that yeah. was a thing. And now it's just like something seems so hard and now like seeing you guys do it and like knowing that it's like not that big of a deal kids are resilient me letting go of like a little bit of control in terms of like nap time and schedules and all this stuff that I like cling to so tightly or I used to in the past um I'm so excited so I think we're gonna do that trip up to Waco and then on the way back there's a bunch of like places we can stop in the hill country to camp um, cool. and we're going to try it out for one night and see how the kids do. And I'm so excited. I love it. I can't wait to hear how it goes. It's going to be me. great. It's going to be great had, no matter what. I had someone direct message me yesterday actually. And was like, took my two city boys, like five and eight camping for the first time. And with all of the stops and the sick and the potty and the complaints, I don't know how you do it. And I was like, well, we started her when she was six weeks old, yeah. <laughs> not five and eight and, you know, living in the city. So I thought she was like, she was super, she was like laughing. It was funny, yeah. but, um, I think that it's, you know, it's uncomfortable until you make it comfortable. And right. if, if it's really not your thing, then it's not your thing, but it sounds like for you and Tim, it's an important part of your life. So yeah. I love it. And I, I feel like knowing your kids the way that I do, at least at this point, they're going to love it. Oh my God. They're going to love it. We're just going to like, I posted a, an Instagram story of them the other day, like, barefoot in the backyard. Cammy had like no pants on. They were carrying logs like and the dog was like chasing after them and I'm like, "Ah, oh, this is Nature. it." Like they yeah. love it. They do love it. And I read something recently about how like if you have health issues, one of the like any sort of health issues, whether it's sleep, whether it's hormones or you need like just an entire reset, the easiest and fastest way to um, reset quote unquote is to go camping and Mm -hmm. like spend the night without an alarm with very little electronics to like be in nature and let the sun wake you and let the grounding grounding. It's very Mm -hmm. grounding and it resets, like it resets Mm -hmm. yourself. So imagine doing that as frequently as you guys do. And then, you know, incorporating that into your life, anybody incorporating that into their life. It's like, even if you're not a quote unquote nature person, um, just for that reason alone, I would be like, we got to go. Let's do it. And that's one of the reasons why we're living in the van because we we have to go outside. And so no matter the weather, like I remember on the way up, we stopped in Olympia because Evie needed a break and we, there was this park and it was like absolutely frigid rain. The rain was like going sideways because of the wind. And she was just on the swing giggling. And I was sitting there like, (laughs) no bad weather, no bad weather, (laughs) no bad weather. Because she was so happy. And so I started posting the hashtags, no bad weather and find us outside and then it, it makes my heart smile at least once or twice a day. Someone tags me in a story with their kid outside. Even when it was like Arctic tundra on the, mm-hmm. in the Midwest, people were tagging me in, with their kids bundled in the snow with, and it just, and so I keep sharing those because it makes like, I didn't realize that that was really truly one of my goals with this was to help inspire mm-hmm. parents to get their kids outside because it is so powerful for so many reasons. And I think that that's one of the problems with this country and why people are like so just awful to each other. Sometimes it's Mm -hmm. sick and all of it, like mentally, emotionally, physically sick is because we are not getting outside. And so if I can inspire just one or two moms to get their kids outside, um, it makes me so happy. And I have to tell, like, I'm working on toughening up myself because I, I don't love the cold, but Mm -hmm. seeing her in it and I, I have to be out there with her. And so it's making me appreciate it more. And I want her to hold on to that forever than no bad weather thing. And so, um, yeah, it's been really, really fun. So I love that you're getting them out. And yes. yeah, our like our world is outside right now, except for yeah. when we basically sleep and pull stuff out of the fridge and all that. So it's been it's been a journey. I love it so much. Well, do we have anything else exciting? I mean, always, but I feel like this was great. I feel like it's really nice to be able to just share and see your face and talk about life. And we'll do another one of these soon. And definitely, I think we should or we will record in person, whether it's mm-hmm. at the meetup or just us two. Um, in the beginning of March, but there'll be another episode before then. So stay for tuned sure. for that. 
Yeah. If you guys have questions or thoughts, you can always email us at modernmamaspodcast at gmail.com. Oh, we got an Instagram. <gasps> we did? Follow us, follow us, follow us. Wait, what? Oh, okay, yes. We got Instagram. Okay, modern- yes. The Modern Mom was like, wait, what? <laughs> modern Mom's podcast on Instagram. So we'll tag that in, or we'll link to that in the show notes as well. But find us there. We're, we want to start really start a conversation there. That's where we're going to be like posting calls for questions, posting each episode that goes live, all of that. So um, find us there. And we have yeah. our Facebook community as well, Modern Mama's community on Facebook. Find us there. That, that's been incredible, seeing the mm-hmm. women just like step up and answer each other's questions and support each other. Um, we've only had like a very small number of people that we've had to like, you know, come in and, and uh, take Gently care of. remind. Yeah. <laughs> take <laughs> care of. It sounds like we like axed them or something. Yeah. Well, someone went in there and was talking about like cellulite removal and stretch mark removal and like it was just pretty toxic in terms of like change your body. So I was like, I didn't see that. Yeah. I just, I booted her. Was it just like a, a post for like a product or something? Multiple. Yeah. She was selling a, like a anti-stretch mark gimmick. And so I think that's why she, I don't know if it was an actual person or it was like a company Mm. page or whatever. Mm. Um, but she, that person, that it was a person, but I, then I realized the spin on her whole account was like a business. So I, mm, I, just, I have sense. zero tolerance for that. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. Not in this community. <laughs> and we don't even and sell I, our stuff on in that group. It's like, I why would, like, no, no, it's and, not the place for not, that. If someone wants to do that, great. But mm-hmm. I'm not going, don't get to come in and like make women or, in, you know, potentially influence women to feel any which way about their body. So totally. it's safe space, the safest space I've seen on Facebook. So join us oh, there. It's absolutely. Fun. Absolutely. It's like the only reason I go on and for our beauty counter group. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm, I'm not a fan of Facebook. I'm, no. but it is a great way for people to connect. Absolutely. And, so. and when we create a positive place for that to happen. So yeah. I'm very grateful for that. Find us there. I, well, I, thoughts or? well, no, yeah. I was going to, I was just riffing off the, the social media thing. This is probably not appropriate to share, but that's all good. <laughs> I got my first penis pic in DMs. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> that's amazing. I was like, that means you had to like tap the blur. No, it wasn't blurred for some reason. I'm like, oh what Funny. the heck? And that someone said they're like, well, it was blurred out, and I was like, no, it wasn't blurred out. So I don't know if that was like some sort of glitch. But I was like, I didn't realize what it was at first because I was like, what is what this is thing? Going on? And then I was like, oh my gosh, I blocked it immediately. I was just like, boom. And then I told him about it. He was like, well, let me see. And I was like, you want to see a penis pic? And he was like, well, I just want to see like what, like the context. Yeah. The context of it. I was like, I already blocked it and it disappeared. Thank God. But I was just like, in what world does a dude think that like a married woman, if you looked at my account for like two seconds, that sending, yeah. But, like, honestly, they'll be, like, send, send a penis pic, and then I'm, like, oh, yeah, let's do this. Like, where are you? I'll fly to meet you. Like, I think that on. exists, though. Really? Yeah. But Ew. to each their own. That's disgusting. And I find it to be assaulting. But I don't know. I think some – this is going to be a whole tangent, but I think some guys just get off in sharing that. Like, for mm. him, that was enough just to know mm. that you saw it, you know, which is so gross. So when gross. I When I – we can cut this out, but when I was a child, <laughs> I got – um. I got flashed at a mm. park by an, by an old man and we did the, like the whole police report and everything. And I still think now I'm like, Oh, brought me right back. So that's gross. Like, that's just take, that's like, that's kind of a, like about power, right? It's like mm-hmm. someone doesn't have the power to like not see something when you do it like, in that way. Yeah, it's a power and, thing. That's a very good point. And yeah. it's like, I so don't know. nasty. Yeah. It's yeah. Not. Good. And the same week I got my first like real, real troll comment yes. too. Which I ended up actually, there's so many silver linings, linings to that. First off, and just the support and like the feedback I got from people, and I, I'm so grateful for the space of stories to share because I processed the entire comment, and like broke it down in my stories, and I never responded to her. I didn't engage with her at all. But just that process of breaking it down and like having that space to kind of express my feelings was so powerful. Mm-hmm. And then it also like reading back and then getting some of the comments that I did and messages from people that were like well, thank you for approaching it in that way versus mm-hmm. being reactionary or reactive. And it kind of showed me that I've come a long way, like in my therapies working and the way that I, I didn't take any of her garbage on myself. None mm-hmm. of it. At no point was I like, Oh, she's in any way. Right. Cause she was like questioning my parenting and saying we were homeless and 
reprimanding me for Evie's hands being cold and telling me that I was not special and that I thought I was so special. And I am special, but so is every mom. And then the killer to me was she wrapped it with hashtag we are all moms. And I was like, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe she was processing something in that comment. what I said, I was like, you know, when someone attacks like that without making space for a dialogue and there's, there was no room for response. It was just her attacking me and my choices as a parent. That's not on me. That's not anything I'm doing wrong. That's her processing, dealing with insecurities, dealing with her own stuff. And who knows if it was even a real person that could have just been some sort yeah. of troll algorithm. I don't know how any of that works, but so much positive came from it. And mm-hmm. it, the timing was so good because that was like in the middle of this long journey home when I was kind of stressed and feeling little overwhelmed by it all. And then just the comments that came back and the direct messages, it was just like when I finally got a chance to read them at like midnight, <laughs> when I, we finally landed and got Evie to sleep, it was just like, it filled my cup. So, so it's like, you can spin that and be like, thank you troll lady, yeah, because exactly. you filled my cup and you didn't even yeah. know it. That wasn't your intention, but that's what happened. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and ultimately I just feel sad for her if it is a real person and that's really how she feels. Um, Man, what a tough way to live in that. Yeah, that energy of, is yeah, so energy. It's so negative. But what it's can amazing. you do? So yeah. penis pics and trolls. <laughs> we made it on social media. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> that should be the poll quote for this episode. <laughs> it's all, it's gonna be. It is going to be. I love it so much. Okay, oh friends. my god, thank you, friend. This was yes. amazing. I will talk to you soon. Thank yes. you guys for listening. You can find me at Laura. Die Radical Roots, just at just.holdthespace, both of us at Modern Mama's Podcast on Instagram. And you can always email us at, at um, what is it, modernmamaspodcast at gmail.com. We actually have a website that's in the works. Yes. A ways off, but you'll find us there. That will Big hopefully be a place. Yeah. <laughs> Big things. We're stepping up our game. Yeah. And <laughs> if you guys could do one thing for us this year, this week, this month, when you think about it, is just subscribe, rate, and review. We cannot express to you how important that is, how much it means. It's a vote for this podcast. It's a mm-hmm. way to get it into the ears of more women to find this community and to build it. And um, it doesn't cost anything, just just some time, which I know is so valuable. So every time we see a review, it just like, we are so, so grateful. We know it's not minor because most of us are moms and taking the time to get on there and subscribe and rate and review is not easy. So it means the world. And we are so grateful for each and every one of you. Yes, ma'am. All right. Righty. We'll talk to you guys next week. We love you. Thanks for being here and, um, reach out anytime. They don't know what to say. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. (laughs) 